You're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. Welcome to the show today, everyone. I am here with Dr. Stephanie Harris. Dr. Steph, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day today to share a bit about you and your family and your practice with the moms that are listening today. You're welcome. I'm so glad to be here, Danielle. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I'd love for you to share a bit more about you and your family to get started. Sure. So I, um, I live in Colorado. I graduated from Life Chiropractic College West in California in 2008. I was the valedictorian and I moved immediately back to Colorado to open my practice. I practice out of a very rural um, part of southwestern Colorado um, in the town of Durango. Um, so I love that your podcast is about, is about moms in chiropractic because I know nothing other than being a mom in chiropractic. I, I got married halfway through school and I thought that was such a big deal to plan my wedding, an out-of-state wedding in the middle of school. Oh, that was so much work. And then I just got pregnant right away. Yeah. So I um, had a baby with a year of school left to go. And so um, my daughter, Chloe, was born in 2007, I graduated 2008, and then you know, opened my practice when I uh, returned to Durango in the fall of 2008 and then was pregnant with my son in my first year of practice. So I have known nothing other than um, kids, <laughs> having being a mom and a chiropractor at the same time. And then my husband has done work. Uh, he's not a chiropractor, so he has held down the fort with some other odd jobs in the meantime. And he is currently getting his master's in teaching and a teaching uh, license as well through uh, a state-run program. So he's student teaching this year. And that's us. My daughter, Chloe, is nine, and my son, Jordan, will be seven next month. Awesome. And so tell us a bit more about your practice. What kind of patients do you see, and um, who, who would you describe as your ideal patient? Let's start there. It's a great question. So I am in a unique situation in that one year ago this month, I had to reopen my practice. Um, I, we're going to get into this a little more, I'm sure. But um, last January, so January of 2015, my daughter was diagnosed with leukemia, which is cancer. And I had to close my practice and travel to Denver for her treatment, which is 350 miles away. So we lived in Denver for most of last year or about half of last year. But um, so in reopening, I feel like it was a great chance to redefine myself. Yeah. Um, I am currently seeking um, grown-ups, actually. I love adjusting kids, but right now I have a, one, a really cute one-room little practice space. It's so cozy. It's surrounded by trees and landscaping, and it's got vaulted tongue and groove ceilings. It's really nice, but it's not set up to see a high volume of families right now just because it's only one room. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I am seeking, like, Mom, you know, moms are um, mostly women, like th- age 30 to 50, who are highly motivated to make a change in their life. Maybe they're struggling with chronic illness. Maybe they've been in pain. Maybe they've been through a trauma that they're trying to heal from and process. So that is my ideal client, are people that are highly motivated to make a change. 
And I think that ties in really um, to the experience that you've had with your daughter, having gone through the experience of her having leukemia um, and being motivated, I'm sure herself, but also you as her mom to, to um, make the changes, right, for her health. You're, you're right. It did. Um, what our experiences with her treatment um, sort of redefined my focus for everything. But yeah, it, I want to, you know, I want to serve in that capacity to help people um, along their path where they might be stuck or where they've been struggling or help them through some big experiences because we all need support when we are going through big stuff. And um, I'm only eight years in practice and I've practiced part time ever since I opened. It feels like full-time since I'm a mom, but yeah. um, what I've learned is that almost everybody's been through something <laughs> that they need help with, and it, it just feels good to be able to help people in that capacity. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you've always worked part-time. Is that because that was what felt right for you as a mom and a chiropractor? You know, it absolutely is, Danielle. I just I feel strongly that I want to be present for my children, and it's already you know, the nine years since my daughter's been born, nine and a half almost, it's gone by so quickly. And I just want to be that mom who was really present with them through their childhoods. And ideally, my goal is to make a good living on a part-time income and, and, but be a mom first. That's really important. Yeah. I think that it's so wonderful to hear that from you. And I know that that will resonate with a lot of women listening to the show because what you're seeing is that it's okay to practice however it feels right to you. And if that means that as a mom, you practice full time and that's what you love and enjoy, Mm -hmm. go for it. Or if as a mom, you don't practice for a while or you don't practice ever, it's all okay. (laughs) It is all okay. And I love how I read the notes from your, uh, about your podcast. And I love how your mission is to help women, define success on their own terms. And I I think, you know, we just live in a patriarchal society and chiropractic is no exception. And I love my male mentors and teachers, but I can't relate to them being on the stage at at seminars saying, you know, I see a thousand people a week and I'm so happy. It's like, well, I never really wanted that Mm -hmm. as a woman or just as an individual person on the planet. So, you know, it's, it's important for us women to, to understand that we can have success without trying to be like our male counterparts. What I find is a major difference between men and women often in chiropractic, especially is that men are, I guess we could say they're okay with um, touching every, touching a lot of lives a little bit. And women are more particularly interested in touching fewer lives really deeply. Oh, I really like that. I, I, I really like that. I can resonate with that. <laughs> Right? And so can a lot of moms listening to the show. And so for them to hear you um, share your experience of practicing for eight years part-time and having the the ability to be present with your children is validating to them. So thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm curious for you, from your perspective, was there ever a time that you struggled with accepting or giving yourself permission to to practice part-time and be the be with your children as much as you wanted to be with them. I, I think it's a constant struggle that changes over time at, you know, just like we all change with time, but as your children grow in age, it, the struggle 
changes. <laughs> and, you know, right now my daughter actually has homework. So it's important for me to be home in the evenings to be present for her process and to support her in doing her homework, which is not something that she's so happy to dive into. And I think if she realizes she gets a little attention from mom or dad, you know, then she might be more willing to do it. And that's true for both of my kids. And, um, you know, when they were babies, you want to be there because you're breastfeeding them and you don't want to be apart from them for more than three or four hours, you know, and it just changes. And I, I think it's, I think it's always a struggle and it's a matter of, you know, I, I have a mentor who's a mom and she's saying that your practice can actually give to your children, mm. not just financially, but that over the years, her children are older and over the years, her practice members have supported her children's, you know, um, I can't remember exactly what she said, but like her, her band, the kids band trip or, you know, your practice members can um, really support your family in, in unexpected ways. And so she has benefited from the community, from building community around her family through her practice over the years. And I really like that idea. And so I'm trying to change my per perspective on those days when I don't want to be a chiropractor, when I just want to be a mom, mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to change my perspective to No, my practice is going to feed my family in, in so many ways. Yeah. And not yeah. just by putting food on the table directly, right? Right. And you know, my kids um, after school program is really short staffed right now. And I only work after school hours two days a week. And I'm totally I, I cannot add another day. I'm pretty happy with that. So my kids have been coming to work with me this month on Mondays and Wednesdays. And I'm, it, it dawned on me last week that they're actually listening. They're watching me and listening. And I thought what a gift for them to see mom at work talking chiropractic with her clients and helping people and I thought well maybe this isn't so bad that they're coming with me this month they're getting you know yeah they're taking I'm taking out of their time so I can work but they are benefiting from this too in so many ways I'm sure yes yes, yes in so many ways so and who knows you know the the whole you never know how far-reaching something you think say or do today could affect the lives of millions tomorrow you know i think our kids are lucky to be growing up um, as chiropractic kids yes yes they're very i think they're very very lucky <laughs> <laughs> personal bias there yes i have the i hold the same bias yeah yeah so speaking of your children i would love for you to share a bit more about what your experience has been like being the mom of a cancer survivor yeah, being the mom of a cancer survivor, Danielle, has defined me in so many ways. I, I really hope that one day I take the time to sit down and maybe even write a book because this has been a game changer. Um, we went just briefly, I will briefly fill you in. I do have a blog where our whole story is chronicled and it's, it's called Healing with Courage. So it's at www.healingwithcourage.com. And I have, I just keep an ongoing blog. It's been really therapeutic for me to write about our process. So if people are curious, they can go there. But, um, you know, we went from being, my daughter has a really robust constitution. She was hardly ever sick, let alone really sick. And so in January of 2015, we'd been dealing with a fever for about eight to 10 days and some, some other just really bizarre symptoms, a really swollen lymph node on her jaw, a lesion on her tongue, um, nausea, but no vomiting. I mean, it just went on and on and on. And so after finally at the second doctor's visit within a week, they took a blood test because she had actually passed out at the grocery store on Martin Luther King Day. And um, 
long, you know, it's, I could go on and on. So I will keep this very brief. That night we got a phone call three hours later <clears throat> at bedtime saying, this is leukemia. <sighs> And, you know, parents' worst nightmare. I mean, you're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this wasn't in my plans. This is a chiropractic kid. How could this happen to us? And I realized I had all this unconscious entitlement around my healthy children, you know, and that could never happen to me. And cancer wasn't even on the table because it just wasn't even on my radar. I had this total unconscious um, belief system around, well, that does not, that's not going to happen to us. She's been adjusted since birth, you know. So, um, they're like, well, we made an appointment for you tomorrow at Children's Hospital, Colorado, in Denver. And, you know, it is a six and a half hour drive on two lane roads through the mountains. So, you know, away we went. And she stayed in the hospital. Her All her treatment, due, the, due to the nature of her type of leukemia, she had acute myeloid leukemia, which is the second most common type of childhood leukemia. It's a very aggressive form of leukemia. Um, all of her treatment had to be in hospital. So she went, underwent some really intense chemotherapy. She was in the hospital for almost five months, and um, it was four rounds of chemotherapy. And so um, I want to say, A, this experience catapulted me way out of my comfort zone. You know, I thought I knew how to take care of my children for their health. And everything I thought I knew about fevers, or not everything, but about 80% of what I thought I knew about fevers and antibiotics and all that, I had to throw that out the window and just trust this medical process because she was on a lot of antibiotics because she had no immune system. Mm -hmm. um, when there was a fever, it, if it was over a certain temperature and it was Celsius, so um, uh, Fahrenheit, I think it was about 102, 101, 102, um, they, they assumed that she had a blood infection. And one time she actually did. Uh, you know, they, they just pump you full of multiple antibiotics with no, um, there's no shame. <laughs> They're like, we're saving your daughter's life. Thank you. <laughs> and whereas me, I'm, I'm, my jaw's on the floor. I'm like, what? She's on four antibiotics right now. This can't be happening. So all of this experience through the ups and downs and the unknowns, um, I, I just learned to embrace medical treatment when it's necessary. Mm -hmm. And I learned a lot about myself because your hospital door is a revolving door of providers, medical providers, support staff, nurses, even students, you know, if you allowed them. There were times when I said, no students today. <laughs> um, so I learned a lot about myself and how I deal with different people and what my boundaries were. And I would say my, one of my takeaways and just advice for any mom is to learn what your boundaries are. Because if you're a client, you're so stretched so thin as a mom and a, you know, and a business owner. And if your clients are stepping over your boundaries, that is going to chip away at you. And if, you don't, if you're not aware of it, which it takes time to become aware of what's violating my boundaries, what are my boundaries, it's, you're going to come home so depleted. Mm -hmm. If you can set up your practice in a way that honors who you are and you're, you know, in a respectful way, if you can explain that respectfully to your clients, then you can come home feeling like, ah, oh, you know, I had a successful day. <laughs> and you can be available for your children then. This applies beyond your practice as well. It applies to motherhood. It applies to being a wife or a spouse. Knowing where your boundaries are um, allows, to, allows you to create a, a better relationship with your own children, with yourself, with your partner. 
Mm-hmm. And as well, yes. Yeah, and so um, you know, I just learned I I just learned so much from our experience, and I feel like I'm still extrapolating that as we return to normal life. My daughter is 100% healthy. She gets uh, for the, her first year out of treatment, she had follow up blood tests every month to make sure that she's stays in remission. And um, everybody has their words they don't like when they're on a cancer journey. And I think one of my words I don't like is remission because. To me, she's not just without cancer. She's just, she's healthy. Yes. So it goes so far beyond remission for me. But for what it's worth, for a clinical term, she is 100% in remission and she's not at high risk for it returning. You know, but life is full of unknowns. So now we take, um, we get a blood test every other month and she's just back to being this healthy, radiant being. And um, I'm still learning the takeaways from it. And I'm, I'm grateful for our journey. It's been, you know, life-changing spiritually, mentally, emotionally. I mean, I'm, I'm a really emotional person anyway, and now I'm even more so, and I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's what this is all about is knowing who you are and owning that. Yes. Yes. And it is okay. And my sensitivity does serve me in a lot of situations and I'm, you know, it's, it's totally okay with me. So, so yeah. So we could talk about in this topic and in your experience of being a mom and what that was like having your child go through that experience. Um, But for the sake of time and interest in the show specifically, what I would, what I really feel called to ask you about is beyond the logistical aspects of closing your practice to be able to travel to Denver to be with your daughter during her treatments and her hospital stay. In what other ways has this experience shaped you as a chiropractor or or shifted your way that you approach um, your patients? That's that's a great question, Danielle. Um, It has, I, I learned that healing is a state of mind and a choice and it's a journey. I mean, some people don't like the word journey, but um, that healing is something that you can consciously opt into, even if you don't completely conventionally quote unquote heal, you know, um, that your, your clients or your practice members or whatever you call them mm-hmm. can opt to sign up for, you know, lifetime wellness or long-term chiropractic care for the purpose of optimizing what they're dealing with. It doesn't have to be like, well, I have to completely resolve this issue. It could be like, what if I'm just optimizing my life expression to handle this better and make better choices around whatever health condition or life conditions you're dealing with? I mean, people are in all kinds of situations where they're dealing with sick family members or chronic illness that their body, you know, type one diabetics are probably not going to get their pancreatic function back. And what if chiropractic care could help them manage so many different aspects of their life better? And so I've learned, um, you know, to focus on progress, not perfection, and that there's ups and downs along the way. I mean, every day in the hospital, I mean, some days I was blown away by how well my daughter was doing, and other days I was blown away by how poorly she was doing. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of had to learn to take it moment by moment and just be with whatever was going on in in that day. And she was adjusted Every week I reached out to, I I feel blessed on so many levels as a result of this experience, but one of the benefits was I got to know some colleagues in the Denver area. We are so isolated down here in Durango from what's going on and where the majority of the population in this state lives. And so I had colleagues coming in every week to adjust, 
you know, me and her, and if my husband and son were there, then they would get adjusted, whoever from the family was there. And I, I just know that I know that I know that chiropractic um, enabled her, sister, her body to stay strong, you know, if, given that the harsh, I mean, I'm kind of at a loss for words here. Her chemotherapy was so intense. I think I'm still in a little bit of denial about how hard they slammed her with chemicals. Yeah. Um, and she thrived. She thrived. And part of it's her spirit. She just is really positive. But I know that chiropractic enabled that to be so. And so I feel even stronger in my conviction as a chiropractor about how life-changing it can be. Mm. How beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Yes. You know, really, Dr. Steph, having gone through that experience, some people could go through that same experience and come out um, negatively affected. Mm -hmm. But I feel like from listening to your story that it's a testament to your strength as a woman, as a mother, um, as a chiropractor as well, that you've come through that experience having been uplifted and made even stronger. You know, thanks for saying that, Danielle. Uh, that's something I'm blind to in my own self because I do have my vulnerabilities around reentering into the world and starting my practice over. And there's a lot of challenges that I do have despite all the um, empowerment I got from this. But I agree. I think um, I don't believe that everything happens for a reason. I believe that things happen and you can choose how you want to deal with them. And I just sort of rose to the occasion and Honestly, as a mom, it was great to have eight months, eight or nine months away from working and just focus on my family, which is something I had not experienced as a mom, really, you know, and just to put the practice aside and just be a mom, I think that you can carry those strengths that you have as a mom into your life. And one of those aspects, of course, is into your practice. Yes. Yeah. All right. So to wrap it up, I have one last question for you, and that's if... There's a mom that's listening to the show today, and there is at least one woman who's listening to the show today who's feeling really overwhelmed with balancing life and practice. What advice would you give to her today? I would say, um, like I had mentioned a few minutes ago, progress, not perfection, you know, with getting your practice going and, and just focus on one thing at a time. You know, right now I'm working on kind of revamping my care plans. I'm not out there marketing. I'm not, you know, giving talks. I am just working on my care plans. And you know what? My plate is full with that. And it feels so good and enriching even to be finding what works for me just with that one thing. <laughs> and then once I get that, then I can read, you know, then I can, um, I think of Liam Schubel and his concentric circles. Like you got to start where you are and then you can work out, work through the layers, but don't try to have it all done yesterday. It's, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, if it doesn't serve you, it doesn't serve your family. You know, there, I truly believe there's a way for every mom to find what works for her as far as that work-life balance and that, you know, work-family balance and just focus on one thing at a time. Yes. Amen. Dr. Yes. Steph, thank you so much for coming on the show today and openly sharing all of you and the, um, the experiences and your strength really through all of it. You're welcome, Danielle. It was such an, an honor to be on your show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Did you like what you heard on the show today? 
If so, then be sure to share this podcast with another mom in chiropractic who you know will benefit from listening to this show every week, just like you. Send her over to alignedwomen.com and invite her to subscribe to the newsletter. We'll see you in your email inbox soon.